What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? I know. I sound like Shannon. Huh? <laughs> you know, Shannon, wherever you are, I've been practicing, girl. What's up? What's up, everybody? It's Karen. Where can we talk sports? What it is, what it is, what's going on out there in the world today? It is a lot going on out there. One of the things that um, I was a bit surprised with is the state fair, the Texas State Fair canceled until next year. You guys, this coronavirus is serious. I mean, that's affecting a lot of people's jobs that will normally be working during the fair. A lot of companies that normally would be making money during the fair, and that's probably all over the world. And then look at this, internet is going in and out. I guess everybody's on the internet right now. But you guys, there is a lot going on. There's a lot of things where we as moms, as people, as parents, are having to just think about, you know, what our what our future holds. You know, what are we gonna do? You know, how do you even plan anything? How do you even plan a trip? How do you even plan an event? How you plan anything? You it's hard to do with everything that's going on with COVID nineteen, and so. Yeah, it just make you like, you know, just want to shake your head like, my God, my God. But anyway, we're going to keep on fighting on, keep fighting. So for you tonight, we have uh, a coach here. Uh, he is. Um, a coach for the Chicago Bulls youth camp. He's done the slam slam dunk for diabetes. He's done the Nike camp. He's done a lot for our youth. And so we have him on the show tonight and I'm excited. So let's get to him. Let me get my little trailer going and we will have our guests on the show in just a moment. Hello, Coach. Coach Harrison, what's going on? Nothing much. Nothing much. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. Welcome. We're glad to have you on the show. We're glad to um, find out what is going on in our youth basketball camp organization. Oh, definitely. But you know what? I want to show something. Uh, I saw a video about you, and I want to share my screen, and I want to share... Uh, Wait, let me get it together, you guys, when you're doing multiple things. Uh, but I wanted to show something. Uh, I saw a video of you uh, sending it out to your players, and I just thought it was just fitting for uh, what's going on and how you as a coach, has you even have to adjust on mm -hmm. talking to your players. And so let me get this video up, and I'm going to just show a little bit of it. Good morning, everyone. This is Coach Anthony. It is May 6, 2020. Um, 
like to start off by apologizing and not be able to talk to you guys uh, live today. I'm going to be out of the house today and around a lot of people, so I thought it would be best for me to record this. Uh, that way you guys can uh, just look at it on your own time, and then we'll be back uh, meeting on Zoom next week, Wednesday. Okay. Um, so, um, last week we got the opportunity to briefly catch up because the week before, so the week before last, uh, we had another recording, recorded session. So we got the opportunity to see each other, um, catch up a little bit. And you guys were given a small assignment, which was to find a new hobby, something you guys have not done before, and spend the next seven days doing that. Um, I'm looking forward to knowing how that, how those past seven days went and what the new hobby was that you guys uh, got into. Um, the point of doing a new hobby was to just uh, get your mind working in a different way, uh, get some different activities that you guys are not accustomed to doing, and uh, kind of try to better yourself as a person and try to broaden your horizons a little bit. So let me stop that. And <clears throat> so let's start out with telling everybody who you are and tell me what drove you to, to send that type of video out to your kids. Um, well, my name is uh, Anthony Walford. Um, uh, like you said before, I do uh, youth basketball camps for the Chicago Bulls, um, slam dunk for diabetes basketball camps, as well as Nike basketball camps. Um, those are all uh, part-time jobs for me, but uh, full-time, I am the athletic director at uh, Cornerstone Christian School that's located in Chicago Heights, Illinois. Um, so the message that uh, you actually just played was a message that was for the students of Cornerstone Christian School. Um, what the staff of the school decided to do um, at the beginning of the pandemic was to make sure that you know we consistently checked up on all the students just to make sure that they weren't um, that they were doing well mentally uh, and physically and things like that. Um, so one thing that I really wanted to make sure of not only were uh, they staying in physical shape, but that they were also um, you know opening their minds up to uh, take on new activities and not just sit in the house and just play video games the entire day which most of them actually started to do at one point. Um, so the whole process, the whole mindset of that was just to make sure that everybody uh, picked up a new hobby, that they weren't just staying stagnant the entire time and sitting in the house, you know, eating junk food and things like that, but they were actually exercising their bodies and their minds. That's very good. So what kind of response did you get from the kids? Um, and then what kind of response are you getting from the kids as far as COVID-19? Are they asking you say, coach, what is this about? You know, coach, will I be able to play mm -hmm. football? I mean, basketball, you know, what are the kids saying? So, uh, in the beginning, um, you know, fear was a big thing. Most of the kids that, uh, I spoke to, whether they were at the school that I worked at or kids that I coached in, in camps or whatnot, um, fear was a big thing. You know, they didn't, they didn't really feel comfortable. Uh, going outside. They didn't really feel comfortable going places with their family and things like that, uh, you know, because of things that they were hearing on the news or things that they were, you know, that adults around them were saying. Uh, so some of the conversation that I had with them was pretty much started off about how we shouldn't be fearful of things. Um, and, you know, how God always has a plan for us and he always works things out. Uh, so the most of the conversation consisted of that. And as time moved on, um, you know, they really got to understand that this is really just a moment in time where they can, you know, transition into a new phase of thinking, into a new phase of uh, of maturity. And uh, from the assignment that I gave them, which was to find a new hobby, um, most of the kids um, that actually took on the challenge, you know, they 
some uh it's just a random hobby one kid said you know coach i learned i taught myself how to backflip in seven days and i'd always been afraid to to try and backflip so that's one of the things that um you know one of the students took upon himself to try and learn uh so i thought that that was really good yeah that that is very good <clears throat> i was you know my thoughts was it from the point of view of creating a balance in our kids lives for us for especially for me as a mom i didn't introduce my son to a lot of different things you know it was about sports 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 and maybe playing the game but i didn't challenge him to expose himself to your phones or your internet connections breaking up a little bit please find something else that they like to do and so i thought that was um i thought that was i thought that was really good so uh tell me a little bit more about yourself did you play basketball when you was growing up how did you even get into coaching so growing up uh since i can even remember basketball has been the only sport that i have absolutely loved um, I tried playing baseball when I was about eight or 10 years old. That didn't work out. Um, I never wanted to play football because my mindset was, you know, why would I let somebody hit me for fun? <laughs> that doesn't make much sense to me. Uh, so, so for as long as I can remember, basketball has been the sport that I've loved. Um, I remember ooh, when I was six years old, I remember uh, just uh, a little memory of seeing Shaquille O'Neal dunk a basketball and just me getting excited about it. Um, so for as long as I can remember, basketball has been the one and only sport that I've loved. Um, I played basketball in middle school at McKinley Junior High. Um, I went to Chicago Christian High School and played for four years there. Um, my entire goal when I was in high school, was I, I really, really wanted to be a college basketball player. Um, you know, circumstances didn't work out the way I wanted them to. So I never got the opportunity to play in college, but I did get the opportunity to um, be a part of uh, the basketball team at the college that I went to. I got the opportunity to be uh, the student manager of that team, um, which is at Lincoln College. So that was really where I really found out that I really want to become a coach because um, my mindset still was and still is today. You know, if I'm not around the game of basketball, then I don't feel like I am my uh, the best version of myself. You know, I feel like I have the most to offer uh, when I'm when I'm on the basketball court or when I'm around basketball, and I can really give back to the youth and people around me who share the same love that I do. Now, I you know, I, you know, my first court thought is, and what we do as a lot of people who come on the show is that now that COVID nineteen has hit. You know, what is your backup plan? Because what if we never play sports again? Yeah. You know, what what are you going to do? See, that's something that I have thought about um, a lot early on into the pandemic. Uh, my mindset was, you know, what if contact sports are a thing of the past now? What if we can't uh, what if we can't do contact sports? But all things always evolve. All, all things, you know, everything has to be pushed forward. Um, so I don't think that basketball is going to be one of the sports that we can't play for a while. I know that's going to have to be modified a little bit as far as, especially with the youth and uh, how they are concerned. Um, I know that that's going to have to change a little bit. So some of the things that I've been thinking about uh, incorporating 
um, at, not only at the school, but in camps that I'm uh, going to be a part of in the future is um, before we can have any contact, you know, we have to do some drills with, where there's social distancing involved. So every kid, you know, have their own basketball or something like that, get in their own space. And then we can do drills uh, where kids are in their own space. Uh, so that's something that I'm that I've been thinking about a lot. Uh, as we move into the future, but I don't think we're we're ready to just completely toss basketball away just yet. Really something <laughs> for that. <laughs> you know, I heard somebody. I was listening to somebody uh, last night on a, a recording, and they was just saying we use the word social social distancing. He was like, "Well, that's what we're being driven to. It's social mm-hmm. social. That's how we're all on these platforms and stuff." So. Socially, we're being built up through the internet. It's more physical distancing. And he was just making a point of the words or kind of uh, twisted or, you know, they that's didn't true. make any sense. And I was like, hmm, I never really thought I, about that. That's I'm very true. With social, social distancing. Because <laughs> we're not. We're, it needs to be physical. Physical you know, distancing, We need to kind of yeah. separate ourselves. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was uh, running. So tell me, how did you become a part of the Chicago Bulls um, camps? How did that work? Uh, How'd you get to do that? Well, my parents actually have a big part to play in that. Um, when I graduated from high school in 2010, 2009, 2010, I'm sorry, I can't even remember right now. But when I graduated <laughs> from high school, um, a young lady who goes to uh, my, uh, my church uh, told my parents, that the Chicago Bulls often, you know, have summer camps um, that they do around the Chicagoland area. And they thought that I would be a good candidate to be uh, what they called at the time, a student athlete coach for the summer uh, for the Chicago Bulls. So what I did was I went up to the facility, I got, uh, I filled out an application and I got the job. Uh, So that's really how I got started. With the, with the Chicago Bulls. It was really just word of mouth, and then I just took it from there. So I'm still there to this day. Wow, that's good. You know, sometimes we we look at big, we, we think that something is unattainable just because of the word, you know, Chicago Bulls. How do people get hired there? And you just, yep. said, I just went and filled out the application. I just went and filled out, yep. <laughs> <laughs> it could be that simple, but sometimes it, it, uh, it's we. I don't know if fear. You know, I, when I was growing up, I just never thought I would own a Mercedes Benz, and I was just like, okay, that is just something that's out of black people's reach. Because I was around, you know, in Arkansas, I didn't see anybody driving Mercedes Benz. I just thought it was out of our reach. And when I went to the dealership and said, okay, and bought one that cost twenty thousand, I said, oh, I can afford one. Yeah, it's just like any other car. Exactly. I'm fearful of things just, I don't know, for the lack of knowledge. I don't, I don't know. I think, and I think that's one of the things that I've started to learn over the past couple of years is that, you know, as long as fear stands in the way, you won't be able to do a lot of things. And fear, you know, changes your mindset. So if you can like break down the barriers of fear, you can do so many things. So many things. So. so many things. It just it just comes with applying. I'm, I do a lot of things, and and I'm trying. Uh, um, and I just just go and fill out the application. I mean, I mean, even with interviewing people, um, I just send them an email. Hey, would you like to be on the show? I don't care if right. they're uh, 
Steph Curry or LeBron James. I just send them an email. If they say yeah, yeah they say yeah. I'm the worst they can say is no, right? Right. So I, I, I'm like, there's, there shouldn't be no fear in asking them if they do. Exactly. Exactly. Just that simple. It's just that simple. It really is just that simple. And you just be thinking, you know, I, I you hear sometimes that it's about who you know, and that may, you know, some to an extent. Yeah, but sometimes it's just just doing it, just reaching out. Yep. So when I was reading your bio, I saw that, you know, one day you hope to start your own youth camp. So mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about that passion. Yeah, so uh, I've had the idea of starting my own youth camps for ooh, quite some time now, almost 10 years now. Um, so it's finally starting to come into fruition now. So the youth uh, basketball camps that I want to start is going to be called Above the Rim Hoops. And um, it's kind of taken um, a piece of the ideas from each different camps that I've worked over the years and kind of mixing it into together as one. So um i'll cater to you know um kids from eight years old all the way up to athletes that are 18 years old where we'll have um camps that are catered to uh kids who are just getting introduced to the game of basketball so they get to you know the figure out the fun aspect of it their first introduction of basketball will be fun so you know they keep they can continue to come back um we'll have clinics that are geared towards kids that have already been introduced to the game and who've already developed a passion for it uh, who just want to come and you know work on their skills and take their game to the next level um, i'll also do the same thing with some individual workouts with people who want to take their game to the next level and um hopefully in the near future that'll do that'll uh, transition into um actually implementing uh, travel teams to go along with that as well. So that's that's the entire, uh, that's the vision right now. So hopefully um, everything gets up and going by the spring. That's the goal. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. Now, have you received any official word whether or not the Chicago Bulls is going to have the camp this year? Uh, actually, this summer, the Bulls have elected to not have uh, basketball camps. Um, you know, just so they can see the lay of the land and everything and try to, because, you know, the NBA is supposed to be coming back uh, later on this month. So I believe with the youth camps, they have to see what actually is going to um, happen with the professional athletes before they go to the uh, junior mm -hmm. NBA stuff. So you have to kind of get the lay of the land for that. Um, Nike's pretty much doing the same thing, getting the lay of the land. Um, and I know for Slam Dunk for Diabetes, uh, we've been uh, doing um, live camps on Zoom, um, you know, just to keep everybody active, keep everybody acclimated and things like that. So, you know, uh, keep the community pretty much in touch. Oh, that's good. So how did how do you do live camps on Zoom? How does that work? So uh, pretty much what we do is um, you'll we, we already have the family's information who's already participated in camps before. Um, for Slam Dunk for Diabetes, most of the people who uh, participate in those camps are return kids or they or kids who uh, have done the camp or are doing the camp for the first time. They know somebody who's already done it. Um, so we have all the contact information. We'll send them an email or we'll send them a text message uh, with the link for Zoom and, you know, the days and the time and stuff like that. And, you know, they can just log on with their phone, go out in their backyard or in the front yard. Uh, and, you know, just take part in the different drills we do. Um, as of now, you don't even need a basketball rim to do these camps. This is more of so for your, you know, ball handles and, uh, you know, just to stay active and things like that. 
Oh, okay. Because I was wondering, <clears throat> there is a lot of platforms are doing a lot of stuff virtually. I just oh, yeah. did a conference um, uh, and there was a lot of people on there and I'm just like, it's, it's almost like the new thing now. Yeah, that's the way to go now. Virtual. <laughs> I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to get to a virtual party. I'm just trying to figure out how to do the virtual party. I'm actually trying to plan a high school prom since all the proms were uh, canceled, and so I'm trying to plan one here in Texas. I'm like, how can I do this virtually? You know. Yeah, you might be the first one to pull that off if you can figure it out. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm going to need um, some divine intervention. <laughs> yeah, a lot of creative thinking power right there. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, the conference that I was at, it was on a really nice platform. It's called Hopin or something like that. And it had a stage on there and it had networking. You uh, you know, had all the different things that could go as far Yeah, so uh, that would be pretty, pretty interesting. So, yeah. but uh, so, so tell me, what do you do outside of basketball? So outside of basketball, um, I am the athletic director at a, a school called Cornerstone Christian School. Um, I'm going into my fifth year as the athletic director and the, uh, the gym teacher there. So uh, all of my time is pretty much spent, uh, you know, just molding the minds of the youth, whether it be on the basketball court, uh, in the gym, in the gym class or uh, whatever sport that they that they uh, choose to partake in. So that's uh, that's how I spend the bulk of my time. OK, so it's all around kids. It's all around kids. It's all, <laughs> all around. around. You must love kids. Do you have any of your own? I was just getting ready to say, so it's no surprise I have no kids of my own right now. <laughs> so because I'm spending you all got my time. So many. <laughs> right. You got right. a lot of kids. <laughs> a lot of them right now. So um, what kind of advice, what kind of other advice would you give kids right now who wanted to participate in a in a youth camp? Uh, for kids who've never done youth camps before, I would say um, that you should really expect to uh, come in and be bombarded with tons of energy right off the bat. Um, I know, uh, speaking from experience, most of the kids on day one when they come to camp, a lot of them uh, who haven't been around the game of basketball, who really don't know what to expect, a lot of them are shy a lot of times, so it takes them you know, a, a few minutes, if not a, the entire day, you know, kind of warm up to the atmosphere, warm up to the coaches and things like that. Uh, but the advice that I would give kids and families who want to try out youth um, youth camps is just to be just to expect to come in and have a good time. Um, expect to be bombarded with tons of energy from the coaches. Uh, you're definitely going to make a lot of friends within the week or week and a half that you're uh, that you're in camp. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter what camp you decide to go to, whether it's Bulls, Nike or Slam Dunk. Uh, all of those camps really cater to making sure that kids uh, the first impression that the kids have uh, from basketball is a positive one. And then the last impression that they have at the end of the week is them wanting to come back for more. Um, so the advice that I would give to the kids who want to do that is just be prepared uh, to have to have a memorable experience. 
That's good. You know, I live in a community of DeSoto, Texas, and um, we're a really big powerhouse in sports. And so sometimes I'll hear, you know, people from the community that we're more than sports, we're more than sports. And, you know, I get it. We are more than sports. Um, but there's something about what sports does um, mm-hmm. for our kids. Why do you think sports is important to our young people? Uh, well, um, I'm sorry if I heard the question correct. The, the phone broke up for a second. Yeah, I was just saying, you know, uh, some people say, you know, we're more than sports. Our kids, you know, uh, kind of like sports is overrated. And so um, I'm just saying, why do you think sports is important to, to our youth? Oh, well, because um, first of all, it allows them the opportunity to find out uh, how far they can actually push themselves. Um, I know for a lot of youth today, they're not really, um, they're not really used to being challenged physically. Um, you know, we, are, we live in a generation where everything is, uh, you know, looking at the TV or looking at your phone all day. So I think sports is a really good tool for, people, for young kids to uh, find out why or, or I'm sorry, excuse me, for a lot of young kids to find out how uh, far they can push themselves. And it also gives them an opportunity to, you know, make new friends, um, get, in, get in contact with different people from different backgrounds and everything like that. So it really opens up um, a whole new world for kids who haven't uh, really participated in sports before. So it's really, really important. Yeah, I, I, I think it is, it's, you know, like you said, social skills, for me, um, sports was something to help my, keep my kids out of trouble. Mm-hmm. I don't mind as the devil workshop. So if I kept them involved and busy, um, it was less likely I had to deal with boyfriends and girlfriends and stuff because <laughs> we were always <laughs> gone somewhere. That's a good way to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't have to deal with that, but that put the family on the road all the time. And so, oh, yeah. Um, you know, if you're going to, you know, it's important to support our kids. So that's like every weekend, especially if they're on a traveling team, every weekend you was in somebody's gym or somebody's softball field, you know, you were on the road. Oh yeah. You get almost no free time. No free time. And it's even double if you're really trying to get that, get that child to get a scholarship. I mean, that you probably just magnify that even more. So do you even talk to the kids about the fact that this sport can uh, lead them into getting a scholarship? Most definitely. Now, when I do that, uh, I try to be as realistic as possible. Even if I see that um, a kid could potentially be one day talented enough to maybe make it to a college team or high school team, I try to be as um, realistic as possible. Uh, And when I say that, I just mean, you know, letting them know just because you want to play on a college basketball team doesn't mean that you're going to. You actually have to put in the work for it. Uh, mm-hmm. And when you put in the work, that really just means um, on the days that you don't feel like working out, you're going to have to be the one in the gym working out, putting in those extra jump shots or uh, whatever your uh, skill set is. Uh, so hard work is really the, the determining factor on where you uh, whether you can play at the next level or not. Um, and I know, for example, I had a kid um, that played on my seventh grade team. Uh, he was a really, really gifted, really, really gifted athlete. But um, 
his whole thing was, you know, coach, one day I want to play uh, college basketball. And I was telling him, like, look, if you really want to play college basketball, by the time you are um, at the age to go away for college, you know, your jump shots got to get a lot better. You know, he can shoot a little bit. He can handle the ball, but he can only shoot a little bit. So mm. I was I was just telling him, like, look, you're going to really have to spend the next few years working on your jump shot, uh, getting a lot stronger, which will come over time. But if you get your jump shot down, you have a really good chance of going to where or making it to where you want to go. So it's all about just, you know, uh, being realistic with everybody and, you know, not giving anybody um, not giving the kids dreams that uh, that, you know, that they won't be able to attain one day. I mean, that's, you know, that's really hard, especially when you see social media and you see the kids that are constantly looking at the players and all the bling bling and all the type of yeah. things that they have. And so they naturally, we all are human, you know, we, you know, I want that too. Uh, but sometimes you want the life of somebody, but we don't realize what they went through in order to right. get to where they got. Right. So uh, I like the fact that you are being realistic to them that it is going to take hard work. I know my sister, my nephew, he he started working out at the age of five or six. And he I mean, training drill. I mean, yeah, the last well, he's 19, 19 now for the last 14 years that he is disciplined himself to work out, to obtain that dream. And man, uh, it, it, it's, it's a lot of hard work. It, it's more than, you know, just seeing people with big houses and cars and all that. Exactly. Kind of stuff. Yeah. They have to understand that, that they got into those big houses and stuff because they put the hours in that nobody else is willing to put in. Yeah, they did. They did. So, um, but I think that that's good that we are being realistic to the kids. You know, nowadays, you know, uh, uh, sports is a billion dollar industry. And, you know, so now there's a lot of people going after our kids even younger yes. now, you know, to monetize them because it's so big. And so we definitely have, have as parents have to be careful about all the people who are coming after our kids and making sure that they have, have our kids best interest at heart. And so as you as a coach, what is it that you strive to do to uh, encourage or motivate or um, pour into your, your kids that are coming before you? Because they're looking to you, you, you know, it's got to be more than coaching. So what right. is oh, definitely. So what I, I really pride myself on taking the game of basketball and uh, relating it to things that happen in life. All right. So I like to, you know, tell kids in practice really is, uh, you know, the games are for fun. Practice is where you learn all your lessons at. So, you know, if we're going, if we're in practice and I see that somebody on my team or if the entire team's not going, not practicing as hard as they can practice, then I'll relate that to a life lesson. You know, mm -hmm. if you're in school and uh, you know you have a test coming up and a test for basketball, I go, I go, the test and game day are pretty much looked at the same. The test, the game day is your test. So we've been practicing and we've, or studying all week. Now the test is here. 
So if you have a test in school and you know what's coming up and you don't study for the test, you can't expect to do good on your test or you can't expect to do as well as you uh, possibly could have if you would have just studied. So I like to take that approach when it comes to um, coaching teams or individual uh, individual athletes. It's all about life lessons um, and what you can do just to make sure that you're always uh, staying the best version of yourself. That's good. That's good that you're that's really good to give them that application uh, to life lessons. That's really good. So uh, have you heard anything as far as the school or you guys opening back up for the fall? You know, what's going on? Yeah, we are actually opening back up in the fall. Um, I know the school. So the school that I uh, work at, uh, it's, a, it's a fairly small school. So I don't think the uh, we're going to use the word physical distance. I don't think the physical distance part <laughs> is gonna be a huge problem. Now, the tough part for me is going to come when they actually start, you know, having gym class and playing sports and things like that. Yeah. Those are, that's gonna be the tough part. Um, so I know right now the first sport that's lined up is girls volleyball. And that'll, you know, that'll be, that'll be fairly easy to keep the distance with all the players and things like that. But when it comes down to basketball and cheerleading and, you know, soccer and things like that, I'm gonna have to, um, go over some of what the Illinois guidelines are so we can make sure we're staying up to date with things like that. And I know that they're still working out some of the uh, the kinks with, you know, how we can go about that. So it's kind of, it's really a, a player by ear kind of thing when you talk about the sports that come down the line. Uh, but for earlier sports like volleyball, um, I know that social distancing or I'm sorry, physical distancing won't be a problem when it comes to that. Um, and when it comes to, you know, uh, gym classes as well, I can, I can do the same thing, take the same approach uh, that I can, that I take when it comes to volleyball. Just make sure everybody's, um, you know, implement games where everybody's staying a nice distance away from each other. And um, hopefully that works out. Yeah, I mean, have your school even talked about maybe um, having everybody test um, before they come in? Yeah, that's 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 been a conversation. Uh, they're going to they're going to have all the kids test um, on. Um, you know, right before school starts. Now, how often those tests occur, uh, that hasn't really been a conversation as of right now, uh, but I know um, the week prior to school starting, all the kids have to get tested before they come back in and all the staff does as well. Um, just to, you know, just to make sure that everybody stays safe. Yeah, and I kind of, you know, I'm kind of wonder, I hear about the testing and I'm like, okay, if I get tested, Today, uh, what happens? I'm um, had it. Did it mean I? I I kind of get confused <laughs> with yes. the testing. You can't get confused. I mean, does that automatically mean you're clear and free just because you got tested and you don't have it? Or I mean, because I thought you still could get it. You can still get it. That's the thing. So I, that's the and that's the tricky part because if you have a test and you test uh, negative for it, you walk outside and something happens, you come back, you test positive, then we got, we got a whole different conversation we got to have now. Right. So, <laughs> okay, what's the, I understand the purpose of the test to know if you have it, you know, if, you know, right. every now and then I'm having a little cough and stuff, and I'm just like, okay, do I have it or not, you know, <laughs> and just knowing, and then I know if I find that I have it and I go quarantine myself for 14 days, and then 
But I think it's something with the antibodies or something. If you have it, you build up the antibodies to you, fight. You build it. up an immune. Yeah, you build up an immune uh, for it or something like. Yeah, yeah I heard somebody I, talking about that. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure how. I don't know how accurate that is, but this is really all really tricky right now. This is so brand new. It, it's it's it really is. weird. It 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 really is. I'm just like. I think I heard someone say uh, something about this thing may not be over to 2023. And I'm just like, oh, wow, oh. what would we do? Hopefully and that's I, not the case. I know. And I'm just like, wow. I, I, it's almost like I need to go out and start a garden in my backyard. And, right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so it's plant-based foods because if the meat, because, you know, we had a, at one point, they were talking about the meat factories, you know, closing down. So we we probably have to go back to gardening. Gotta go vegan, right? <laughs> you know. <laughs> so uh, I mean, this is um, this is this is this is uh, it's, it's brand new. It's brand new, so uh, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. But um, is there anything else that you would like to say as we're getting ready to close to um, to your people, to your kids, to the sports world? Um, first of all, I just wanted to once again thank you for bringing me on. Um, before I got onto this show, I looked at a lot of different episodes that you guys have been doing. You guys do a wonderful job with this show. I just wanted to say that before I get out of here. Um, thank you. <laughs> to all the kids and the parents. Um, basketball season basketball camps will be back soon um so just you know we'll keep we'll keep everybody informed with camps and things like that uh but in the meantime just make sure that you guys are uh staying as active as possible uh try to limit your video games try to limit the snacks you get that everybody eats and things like that and if we can do that we can make it through this thing okay wait a minute now you said video games i had um someone on my show they were uh it's called geeklets yeah. And the video games is the new sport. I mean, it's, a, it's the one it's that's making now. money. It's a sport now. I was now. like, <laughs> right now, see, that's what it's like. I don't know what I was <laughs> No, video games are actually a sport now. So, no, okay, I'll say this. I'll, I'll edit it a little bit. <laughs> if you are really, really good at video games, continue to practice Continue to practice your craft. If you're, if you, if you're a person that you know physical, th physical sports are your thing, Make sure you limit the amount of video games you're playing. Okay. <laughs> I'll say it that way. Right, because my 25-year-old 20, <laughs> son is still playing the video game. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's his life. But if it's I your had, thing. Yeah, I had interviewed, um, they had the grand opening here, and I think it was like a kid that was like 15, 16 years old. I think he had won like $3 million. And I was like, well, would you still go to college? I mean, if well, you're going you to go to college to make money, your purpose of going to college is getting a better job in order to make mm -hmm. more money. Well, he just made $3 million playing the game. I was like, as a parent, would I be like, no, you better go to college? I'm uh, like, you did it. You got to think of it this money. way. It's, you got to think of it this way, too. Uh, in the long run, $3 million in your entire life is probably not going to last. So I don't know if college might not be the wrong might not be the wrong thing to do, even with three million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just my opinion.
me. Oh, your phone is Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's why people go to college. You know. That's true. So, but it was just a thought. I asked a lot of, you know, I interviewed a lot of the kids. And so, but it's just amazing how much money they are making now. And it, it's going to even be a draft. It's going to be professional sports. The, the NCAA is going to have to figure out, you know, gaming. Esports is on the horizon. They really are. They really, really are. And, it's, it's and you know, the other part of that, they were just talking about the jobs that's going to become available in that sports, you know, graphic and programming and design, you know, that's a, it's going to be a whole nother world type of job. So those kids who play the game, maybe they can help create games and create the graphics yep. and so all of that. But, but it, this it. has been great. <laughs> Did you play? Did you uh, play the I game? NBA 2K. That's about it. That's it. I'll just play 2K. Oh, That's everything basketball. Everything. 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 <laughs> everything. All day. Oh, okay. All right. Well, this has been great. I appreciate you being on the show with me. And uh thank you so much. You just stay. Stay safe. I pray blessings on you and your kids, on your camps and stuff, especially on Chicago. I think I might have saw something about a lot of deaths or shootings or something happening yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. Man, I just I just I just wish that people would really understand how valuable life is, especially with Corona. I mean, you're already, especially. you know, definitely have, you know, getting a virus of and and possibly dying, but you know, just flat out killing people. I really, life is so precious right now. Just really, people would really understand that. Yes, but, we have to pray for our city. Yeah, we really do. We really do. Well, I'm gonna get off because this internet is going in and out, in and out. But I appreciate you coming on the show, and good luck to your basketball season and uh, your teams and all your endeavors. Thank you so much. All right, you guys. This is Karen at Can We Talk Sports. We'll see you on Thursday. I think we have another guest on Thursday, baby. It's all about content, content. I'm trying to bring you whatever information I got that can help you make an informed decision as a parent about what sports you want your kids to be involved in. See you guys. Stay safe.